Welcome, friends, to the Generations Broadcast. Kevin Swanson, your host with you, as well, Adam McManus from theworldview.com. A story you covered on Tuesday last week, Adam, the 1792 Exchange Review. Uh, Fox News picked this up. You remember, it talked a little bit towards the wokiness of companies, and this wokiness has gone viral. I mean, it's just out of control. The the American corporations, it's about a 97 to 99% wokiness. And there's something of an encouragement to some degree of boycotting. We're going to talk about that today. But were you surprised at the number of companies that are rated pretty high on the woke standard? Well, the company that stood out to me that was the surprise, definitely Walmart among the retailers. I was not surprised that Target was on that list because I have walked into Target and been just horrified by the homosexual pride flag that is displayed during June. And of course, they champion men going into women's bathrooms for the purpose of using the bathrooms or the changing rooms. It's pretty awful. But I was not aware that Walmart had moved so far to the left. I had perceived them to be a relatively either neutral company or leaning conservative. And they're showing up leftist on multiple indexes we're going to get to that in just a moment but uh, i remember back in the 1980s uh i think it was the american family association came out with a boycott on walmart or no kmart excuse me and i think that probably contributed somewhat to their demise and then you know i think everybody understood that walmart sam waldron you know was a pro-family kind of a guy and so we all moved our funding and our attention towards walmart and kmart went belly up it seems to me walmart did not learn the lesson on this one uh but at the same time you're looking at the zeitgeist blowing like a bandit and taking down almost every major corporation in america today alaska airlines american airlines southwest airlines united airlines delta's was not on that list so delta evidently about the only good guy left then you got best buy home depot kohl's macy you mentioned target Amazon, of course, everybody knows that. Etsy and Shopify, uh, food and beverage, you know, high on the list for wokiness. Ben and Jerry, that no surprise there. They've been on the list for 48 years or however long. Coca-Cola, Kellogg's, McDonald's, PepsiCo, Starbucks, <laughs> the Smucker Company, and on and on it goes. Any other surprises on this list? Just to follow up on Kmart, the issue with Kmart was at one point, through the magazines they sold in their magazine section, they were the largest distributor of pornography in America. I think maybe almost to the same level as the 7-Eleven convenience stores. Because of the boycott that I believe you referenced that American Family Association called for, people like me around the country, I was on a Christian station in Durham, North Carolina, WRTP, and I led you know, 50, 100 of my listeners holding banners and signs in front of multiple Kmarts in Durham, North Carolina, calling for them to stop selling pornography. What made me wince was the list of the banks, because I've got credit cards and accounts with a number of these folks 
we've got longstanding credit, you know, with these, and it's just hard to to switch. Bank of America, U.S. Bank, Wells Fargo, J.P. Morgan, Morgan Stanley, Citigroup, and First Republic. I think that on balance, Christians want to stand up for righteousness in their individual lives and make sure that they're not paying for abortions or having abortions. They're not looking at pornography. They're not sleeping with their neighbor's wife. But also, we want to use the resources that God has entrusted to us to make wise decisions. Now, at some point, it gets to a level where it's almost impossible. But if there's a choice between going to Target for a specific brand item or a local hardware store or a local grocery store, you know, I'm going to go to the hardware store or the grocery store instead of Target, for example. Yeah. Adam, I can't remember a time when the corporate agenda has gone so racist and so anti-biblical morality and pressed it upon their vendors, their employees, and so forth. In other words, if you're not on board with this, Walmart's going to shut you down. When was the last time in history this occurred, Adam? I mean, I can't think of it. The 1970s, 80s, I mean, you had some bad companies. Yeah. Burger King had an issue. Walmart, or sorry, Kmart had an issue in the 1980s up into the 1990s. Now it's everybody. I recall Target was insisting that their associates wear a specific homosexual pride supporting T-shirt or apron or some kind of pin. And there were some Christian employees at Target who said, no, I'm not doing that. And either they were suspended or written up or fired. And I think thanks to some Christian legal groups, they fought back and were told that they didn't have to do that after all. But you mentioned Burger King. It's a great example of when a Christian boycott really worked. Uh, I think Kmart had a number of issues from they just weren't keeping up with the times in terms of retailing. It wasn't singularly the reason why I think Kmart went belly up, but I think the boycott contributed to their demise. But in the case of Burger King, there was a time when the American Family Association Journal used to be a monthly publication. I remember getting it at home month after month. My dad would just devour it. I think it's all online now. But there was a list every year of the top 12 worst advertisers for television content that was uh, sexually provocative, gratuitously violent, and anti-Christian in terms of uh, bigotry. Burger King was on top of the list. And so I think American Family Association raised the funds to place ads in the leading 200, 300 newspapers, full page ads calling for Burger King to stop sponsoring this damaging television content that was hurting the up and coming generation of impressionable children who are watching these various programs that had this bad content in it. Of course, we know parents are ultimately the ones in charge, but if we could do all things, we, you know, both discourage kids from watching the bad shows and boycott the bad guys for the parents who are not doing their job in, in the respective homes. But Burger King literally did an about face, a 180, and said, we're sorry, we were going to pull our advertising from these shows. And so it, it definitely had an impact. Well, you certainly saw a Christian cultural impact back in the 1990s. Not so anymore. We're in a post-Christian age in America today. But we still have opportunities to check these corporate scores out. And you found another site online just this morning, secondvote.com. 
Very interesting. Effectively, it's coming behind the 1792 exchange. And I don't think there's much in terms of contradiction between the two organizations. But the secondvote.com is actually kind of handy. You can take a look at see what's going on in terms of restaurants, in terms of retail company scores for, you know, each segment of business. And so, you know, Microsoft Corporation on the retail is about the worst, uh, 1.2, almost all red from what I can tell. Uh, It appears that Walmart is about that bad as well. I'm really surprised at the second votes rating on Walmart. I was surprised. I didn't realize it was as bad. I don't think Walmart is as in your face about the liberalism that apparently is evident in other ways, like Target is with the displays and the championing of men going into the women's restrooms or changing rooms. The slogan for second vote, by the way, it's the number two ndvote.com. It's not all spelled out. Two ndvote.com, secondvote.com. Their slogan says it all. Your first vote is at the ballot box. Your second vote is with your wallet. It says, join our effort in exposing corporations and organizations that are funding leftist advocacy. They have a score of one to five, one liberal, two leaning liberal, three neutral, four leaning conservative, and five conservative. If you look at each business separated according to what their position is on life, on religious liberty, on America, on education, on the environment, and the Second Amendment question. You can kind of drill down on any particular company you're concerned about just to the keyword at the top of secondvote.com. Click on search scores and just type in a company you're concerned about. And the very worst when it comes to restaurants, the absolute bottom of the barrel when it comes to restaurants is McDonald's. After that comes Seattle's best. Starbucks is very bad, which, I mean, some of these are obvious. I didn't realize McDonald's would be the absolute worst restaurant in America when it comes to their values. Uh, Jack in the Box, very bad. Uh, Longhorn Steakhouse is bad. That surprises me. The good, the good guys, obviously, Chick-fil-A is number one, pretty much the number one business in America when it comes to conservative values. In-N-Out Burger as well. So Chick-fil-A, In-N-Out, both. Very strong, very good. Um, I'm looking through this a little bit. Uh, Wendy's, not so bad. So Wendy's is strong. Qdoba's okay. Uh, Jason's Deli's okay. Red Lobster's okay. Subway's pretty strong. I mean, it's just average. Maggiano's Little Italy, good. Applebee's good. Long John Silver's good. Uh, so, you know, you just go down and you see there's the good, the bad, the ugly. Denny's, very bad. <laughs> Olive Garden, very bad. So the choice between Olive Garden and Maggiano's, where are you going to go? There you go. Maggiano's. Yeah, that's it. So It's nice to be informed, to cast an informed ballot when you're looking at candidates. And in this case, when you're looking at the corporations you're going to support with the money that God has entrusted to you. One of the concerns I have is all these businesses post-row that came out saying that we are going to fund our employees to travel to states that allow abortion if they're in a state that does not allow abortion. They're not offering that for women who choose to keep their children or raise their children or place their children for adoption. Only if you kill your children will they financially pay for the travel to get there to have the abortion. Shame, 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 shame. That's what I have to say. I mean, these companies are, yeah, the bottom of the barrel, the most unrighteous, the most wicked uh, companies and powers 
that are operating in the American economy today, and I think we need to be aware of it. Now, I it's my perspective that, yeah, we need to be aware of these sorts of things, but I'm beginning to see a failure of the Christian morality in this country. We, we have lost a cultural force in this country. The American Family Association back in 2016 were encouraging families to avoid Target, and so they did the Target thing like they did the Kmart thing. But it hasn't been as effective. By the way, another boycott in 2022, Concerned Women for America, uh, they came out in uh, just last year with Target, you know, doing the travel costs of employees seeking abortion thing, which you just mentioned. Concerned Women for America said, "Uh uh-uh, we're not going to support this organization anymore. But uh, the first boycott, the stock dropped just a little bit there for a, a few months. Uh, dropped from $72 to $55. Walmart stock went up from 73 to 80 during that boycott. But the second boycott that's just happened in the last six months, the stock has actually increased from 145 to 162. And Walmart stock has gone about 125 to 140 at the same time. So, so the Concerned Women for America boycott of Target has done almost nothing, at least in terms of stock prices right now. Uh, and stock prices, Target has been doing better than Walmart since 2016 over the last seven years. Again, not sure that these boycotts really work over the long term, but I am saying, yeah, we we have an option. We as Christians, even though we're in the far minority now in terms of the American value system, we still have the option uh, to to go to Chick-fil-A and not McDonald's in and out rather than McDonald's. Why not? Right. Right. But I would say that Concerned Women for America, I love their vision. I love their message. I love the leadership. But frankly, the donations have, for whatever reason, dropped off dramatically as they transitioned from Beverly LaHaye, who founded it, to uh, Penny Nance and, and Carmen Pate and others who've taken over the helm. And they used to be uh, very prominent and visible with their daily radio show that Wendy Wright hosted for a time. But I don't think they're on many radio stations now at all. So, you know, these things are more things they put up on their web or a press release that frankly doesn't get a whole lot of attention or traction. Right. I just don't think they're as active as they once were. So they can call for a boycott. But if no one's listening, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's just say this, my friends. We're not telling everybody where they need to shop. We're just simply saying, be aware, be aware, and you have a choice. And I think it's a matter of Christian liberty, a matter of strategy as well. Everything we do is a matter of strategy. We, we, we pray to God for wisdom for each individual family as to where we're going to focus our time, our resources. Christians are hoping that they will promote righteousness as much as possible. And I say, yeah, uh, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. The most significant promotion of righteousness is still how you treat your children, your spouse, your neighbors. Keep that in mind. We don't want to just run around boycotting the bad guys, but we turn into the bad guys. So, But the most significant <laughs> right. promotion of righteousness comes by you avoiding the use of abortifacients or pornography yourself. Just You, know, you can't just be boycotting Kmart and then running out and doing porn yourself. Uh, so the market for sin comes from the desires of men's hearts, and the only way that that's cured is ultimately by faith in the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and that's the gospel. Yet we have a responsibility to stand for righteousness in every sphere, including this corporate sphere. I, I believe Christians ought to be careful how much they promote, or even how much they might work for and encourage, say, a corporation that has set itself against the king. 
So as far as Christians own Christian companies, they have far more influence than a meager little boycott inspired by concerned women for America. As far as Christians stop sending their kids to the public schools and take over the ideological training of their own children, as far as they disciple the nations faithfully by mentorship and discipleship, instead of turning that over to the liberals, uh, to me, that's the best impact we will have for the future. So uh, just keep those things in mind. Any other comments on boycotts, Adam? No, I think you've summarized it well. I think there's a place for it. We need to cast an informed ballot when we shop, just like we cast an informed ballot when we vote. The goal is not necessarily to deep six a company, but it's to be responsible and accountable to God for the resources that he's entrusted to us, but ultimately recognizing, as you've articulated, that we are responsible for revival in our own hearts and our own family, repentance when we sin and confession and restoration. That will be the seed that will lead to a better country. And I just want to encourage young people also to get involved in the macro economy and and to be influential in the macro economy. And there are means by which you can be successful, means by which you can apply your gifts, your talents to the macro economy and do a good job according to the calling that God has given you. And I think we need more Christian businessmen and businesswomen. I think we need more Christians getting out there, investing, working, engaging, coming up with creative solutions, and owning more companies, owning more of the capital of the nation. I mean, this is the story of Chick-fil-A. This is the story of In-N-Out Burger. Let's get some more young people out there with entrepreneurial skills and talents and and let's get more mentorship going in which we will raise up the next generation of entrepreneurs and uh, christian businessmen and women who will do a good job and influence the economy in a positive way and that's why i wrote the book how the world runs and your part in it a book about the practical things of life and economy for everybody and what the bible says about successful businesses work life home economies and national economies Let's uh, let's let's gear up. Let's be sure that we equip our young people with a proper biblical vision for engaging the economy. And I wrote this for 14 year olds, friends. I think every family needs to get a copy of this or just some other book that summarizes biblical principles in relation to economics, both the macro and micro sides. And uh, so, you know, uh, we've got a whole course together. We've got a study guide that goes along with it. Uh, we've got uh, opportunities for them to engage the economy and uh, we set them up with a mentor and so forth. That's all part of the course that we put together. Now, you can just get the textbook or the, the, the manual, How the World Runs and Your Part in It, or you can get the entire course. All of that available at generations.org. How the World Runs. Get your copy for your family at generations.org. It's great read aloud. Some families say, yeah, we're just reading the whole thing aloud for the whole family. So check it out at generations.org. This is Kevin Swanson and Adam McManus inviting you back again next time as we continue to lay down a vision for the next generation.